1: I'm Caitlin Pierce. Today's story isn't a joke, but it is inspired by this episode's April Fool's Day release. I'm Marcus Berkowitz. I'm running for president. He's not really running for president. Okay,
0: pants time. Getting the pants.
1: Marcus also wasn't mm-hmm. wearing the pants he wanted to wear while he was telling his story.
0: This is really a story about pants.
1: So while he changes, let me give you some background. Two years ago, Marcus took a trip to Ankara, the capital of Turkey. The region around Ankara is pretty traditional and conservative. Marcus was there for work. For most of his trip, he was with a translator, but he had one free afternoon on his own. I'm wearing the pants. Okay, it sounds like he's ready. I'll let him take it from here.
0: I'm wearing Turkish train conductor pants. They're a little wide, they're a little short. they don't really they don't really go down to my ankles. They're navy blue. They've got some stains on them. I didn't contribute to those stains. They've got some reflectors on them. They're made for a very round short man. I'm not really a very round short man. spent a bunch of my life sort of living and working in and out of Latin American. So I, you know, I speak Spanish and Portuguese. I have family in Japan, Japanese family in Japan. And so everywhere I've gone, I've either had literally family there who could explain to me all of the things that I was missing, or I got to experience those things for myself because I was there either with the purpose of learning the language or having already learned the language and I could connect to people and I could you know talk to people and this was the first time that I had ever traveled to a place where where I was not expected to to learn the language where I didn't really have a hope of learning the language during the time that I was there as much as I would have loved to. I was I've always been really interested in uh in uh in bullet trains and and so I was like I'm gonna ride the high-speed rail. I was like an hour there, and then it was like I was going to spend like an hour until the next train left, and then I was just going to come back, and I was literally just going to ride the bullet train. I was going to be really excited in a really, in a really nerdy way. I go onto the platform, and there's like a a uh, sort of new but like kind of shitty, dumpy-looking, like, you know, like Metra or Amtrak train sitting on the sitting on the track and i'm like "What? something's wrong like this isn't this isn't this is not it's not high speed rail at real this is like uh this is just like a normal like Amtrak train and i was like shit like what am i gonna do like and so i was like well you know like what else am i gonna do with this afternoon like so i, I spend an hour on the train it's unremarkable i fall asleep and i get off the train and i'm like well i've got an hour i'm just gonna like you know wander around it's plenty of time so, I'm walking in sort of like the only direction that seems like it makes sense. I'm just completely wandering, and I start to feel just like terrible, like re- like immediate, like just like it, like it within us. Like I'm feeling great, and then I'm just feeling awful. Like within like a second, and I'm like, I, I need a, I need a bathroom. I just really really need a bathroom. So I so I look up and I realize that I'm I'm right in front of a mall. So I walk into the mall, I'm like ho- like holding my stomach, I'm like crunched over, I'm like visibly in pain, and there are these three very kindly young Turkish folk, and I say to them in English, because I'm, you know, don't speak any Turkish, um, like... I really need a bathroom bathroom. Like I really need a bathroom. I'm like rubbing my stomach. I'm like jumping up and down. I'm like crouching and like, Oh, like, no, no. Like, it's basically the only thing that they say. And then they point up. And so I'm like, Oh, so I look behind me and there's these, um, you know, these, these, there's a glass elevator. And I'm like, okay, like, I guess the bathroom's, you know, up in the elevator. And this point I'm like in so I'm, I'm in like, just like, searing searing, horrible pain, like horrible pain. And so I went and I, I got in the elevator and there was this young Turkish couple in the elevator. And so the doors close and there's sort of this moment where like, I kind of like, I, I wouldn't say like lost consciousness, but like definitely like had to like brace myself against the back of the elevator, like against the glass. And I'm, you know, I'm like looking out over this entire mall, you know, the glass elevators in the center of the mall, I'm looking out over the entire mall. It was just like this horrible, wet sound, like kind of like when you like stick a spoon in like a thing of jello for the first time and it makes that like. And it was like, I think they know it was me. You know, I was like, they, they, they definitely dealt with me. And they're, they're looking over at me. And it just like, I don't even remember it happening. It was like blacked out and, and it just exploded. Like I just popped like a fucking tick in that elevator and it just exploded and I just lost it. I just shat, I just shat my pants really, really hard, really hard. And then there's like a little ding and like the elevator gets to the second floor and I like bolt. Cause I can see the the bathroom sign like right in front of the elevator. So I, I like ran, you know, like you know, like duck waddle ran over to the bat over to the to the bathroom doors. And I like ran into the bathroom. And at this point it's just like flowing, like oozing just fucking everywhere. And and it it didn't get down, it didn't like, it didn't like drip down to the bottom of my pants legs until I got into the bathroom stall my jeans and so you know i take them off and I'm in flip-flops and basically you know i basically my bare feet and and there is runny oozy brown smelly water dripping down onto my flip-flops my bare feet, tile floor of the bathroom so i'm like just standing there like porky picking it so i like clean myself off with toilet paper and I, and meanwhile i've still got like i've got like crusted shit all over the bottom half of my body i mean, just Like, as disgusting as you can possibly imagine, I'm sitting on the toilet just thinking, like, how the fuck did I get here? Like, what just happened? It was supposed to be, like, a three-hour day trip to this university town. I mean, it was, like, you know, like, Gilligan's fucking toilet stall. And so this young, probably, like, 15 or 16-year-old Turkish kid, he came in. And I like opened the stall, and I just said help. I took you know the wad of of lira, Turkish lira, out of my bag. So I handed him this, and I was like pants, like I need pants. I mean, it was fairly obvious that I needed pants. Uh, but 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 I but, but I handed I handed him this money, and he was and I, he was like size size, and I was like any size, like I don't care. Just I just need some, I just need some pants. I just need some pants. He like instantly reappears with with a pair of khakis and i put on these pants and i you know like wash my feet and i wash my uh, my flip-flops and i'm like feeling all right i'm like you know i got out of this <laughs> so i walk back to the train station I like run up to the train when it comes and so i got you know so i got on the train and i was like i think i'm home free like i, I got this like i'm sitting next this guy I'm like you know I'm like exhausted from the whole ordeal and I'm I like you know to fall asleep for probably the first 45 minutes of the train ride and I wake up and I'm not feeling very good and there's probably 10 to 15 minutes left before I get into Ankara and I'm like okay well you know before I get off the train I should go to the bathroom it becomes apparent that Everyone had the same idea I did. They were going to go to the bathroom before they got into Ankara. So there's lines at every bathroom except one. Um, and so I stand at the, you know, I try and open it. No, I can hear someone in there, so f- cool. You know, I'm, I'm starting to feel worse, um, way worse. I'm really not feeling good. In fact, I feel fucking horrible. And it just, like again that like feeling washes over me of like almost losing consciousness and 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 i didn't completely like let go like i had in the mall but like something came out and it dripped down and it was dripping just like a little like little droplets right down onto the floor of the car and there's like you know like a line like a brown line down these khakis I'm like so uncomfortable and I'm like dancing around and that's when the door cracks open and a woman comes out so I like walk in so I walk into the bathroom and I'm like feeling super relieved but I've still like you know pretty clearly shat myself in public twice a second time and I realize that I have probably three minutes until this train gets into the station right um they're making all kinds of announcements which of course I don't understand um and so I like you know go to the bathroom and I feel a lot better but I still don't have wearable pants. The train has stopped at this point. Um, and so I opened the door crack after, after I could hear that pretty much everyone had gotten off. And I just started yelling help at whoever would listen. And I look out the door and there's like, there's like a line of, of like elderly Turkish people waiting to get the train. Ladies in headscarves, um, like older Turkish men, um, like people who just do not deserve to see a pantsless American ever. And these two women train staff hear me, and I try to explain what's what's going on, and they are, they they just. They're just losing. It. They're just literally literally pointing through the crack in the door and laughing at me um, and yelling for other people to come. And at this point, this this rotund train conductor walks up. So this this man who speaks who speak, spoke no English, he handed me a, a garbage bag, a big black garbage bag and sort of gestured at me to like put on the pants and then and then he poked holes in the garbage bag and basically like put his arm in there and pointed to my legs. So I put my I put my pants on, I like roll them up as as far as possible. I've got, like rolled up pants like down to just below my knee. Otherwise like the top of the garbage bag like wouldn't have covered up my waist the the garbage bag is like probably in like the center of the lower part of my leg i'm like waddling in in like this in this in this big black garbage bag with tools in it it was just like wearing a potato sack And I look out and there's literally lines on either side. It was like a, you know, like, you know, when like like, the president gets off of a plane and there's like people lined up on either side to see him and they're like shaking hands. Um, I didn't shake anyone's hand, but but there were just like people just watching in in absolute horror as like, you know, as like as I walked off with like shit on my legs open to the air for all to see like walking out, holding the garbage bag like tied in a knot around my waist waddling off past like, I don't know 150 probably decent lovely Turkish people were just like open mouthed gawking I just kept being like these are like normal people like they didn't ask for this like they, they're just like this is just horrible like they, like they, you know they came to like get on this train and what they found was like this you know shitty American I mean not that you know the American stereotype is to like wander around in garbage bags but like it must have just been like oh like this fucking American who can't handle his shit you know these puns are really not intended the train conductor leads me downstairs so I walk down into the basement of and he, like, makes a gesture with his hand, like, strip, And I'm like, oh, God, like, now I'm in a basement with a Turkish train conductor. I've got shit all over me. I'm completely naked. I'm in this sort of, like, uh, like locker room area with, like, a drain in the bottom of the station, the train station. And he hands me, a, basically, a hose around the corner. And, and I, you know, and he turns it on and I wash myself down. And then he... uh he hands me this, this pair of pants that I'm wearing right now. And so I put these pants on. So he, he walks me out the, um, out of the locker room, you know, sort of up the stairs and into the parking lot where all the taxis are waiting. And, you know, I I don't think he said a single word to me the entire time. He sort of like grunted and laughed a little bit, but didn't really say, say a word to me. And he puts me in a cab and he, gives me the biggest smile I've ever seen in my entire life. And he sort of, like, kisses me on both cheeks and pushes me into the cab and closes the door. I definitely considered myself, like, a a, a relatively capable demonstration of, like, what at least I hope is, like, the not... Horrible stereotype of America, and and this one just shattered any illusion that I might have had that that's the kind of representative that I am. I mean, just like, you know, you know, I literally shat all over their country. You hear a lot about attacks in Europe, and you hear a lot about strife everywhere, but you know, Turkey has been really hard hit by a lot of this stuff, and, and it's like, you I think it's just useful to remember that, like. You know these are these are humans, these are like real people who are suffering. you know, this was ankara. this is this is the same place that just got attacked and and these are the same people who were you know helping this you know helpless American when they really didn't have to.
1: Marcus Berkowitz traveled to Turkey two years ago. He's still never been on a bullet train and says that he doesn't really want to anymore. Marcus, thank you for bravely sharing your story. Andy Diaz wrote our theme music. For more stories about Borders, visit BordersRadio.org. I'm Caitlin Pierce. Thanks for listening, and happy April Fool's Day.